0: In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayera, we continue the story of Avram Avinu in the land of Canaan, which of course is later going to be the land of Eretz Yisrael. In that land at that time, one of the nations, or the primary nation, was the Plishtim, the Philistines, led by their king Avimelech. And in this Parsha, we have where Avimelech comes to Avram and he wants to make a covenant with him, he wants to make a peace treaty with Avram Avinu. And Avram Avinu is fine with that. But then the Torah tells us Avram Avinu rebukes Avimelech because of the wells that Avram's servants had dug and Avimelech's servants had stolen from Avram, from Avram's servants. And Avimelech says, I didn't know, I'm sorry. And Avram says, I want to make a covenant. I want it to be, there, there to be a witness that these wells are my wells, not your wells. Interestingly, two Parshas later, and Parshas told us, we find that Yitzchak, Avram's son, of course, Yitzchak's servants have to redig the wells that his father had dug, that Avimelech's servants later had blocked up, had covered over after Avram's death. So we find here a strange tug of war, if you will, over wells. Avram Avinu has wells dug. Avimelech's servants, the Plishtim, are stealing the wells. Avram wants to make sure that everyone knows these wells are mine. And after Avram passes away, again, those wells are blocked covered over by the plishtim and it takes Avram's son Yitzchak to redig them what's the deeper meaning of the story? every part of the Torah has so many levels of meaning but especially when we're talking about Avram and Yitzchak we're talking about our oves, the ancestors and everything they did is filled with meaning for us and for all generations what's the tug of wars? the tug of war over wells between Avram and the plishtim that again there's, there's this, this uh, seemingly ongoing fight about who's going to own those wells and it's only Yitzchak that's able to save his father's wells so to speak and in short the answer is the following wells digging wells is all about revealing godliness in this world Digging wells means bringing water to a place that's otherwise barren. Water is energy. Water is life. A desert is a place where there's no water, so you can't really live there unless you bring water in. So Avram's job and Yitzchak's job is digging wells, revealing godliness, life, and energy into an otherwise um, a world that's 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 barren, if not for the water brought by Avram and Yitzchak. Nevertheless, there's a difference between how Avram reveals godliness in this world and in ourselves versus how Yitzchak does it. We know Kabbalistically, Avram is always connected with the divine character trait of chesed, of kindness and of love. Avram's way is a way of kindness, a way of love, a way of happiness in our service of Hashem. Yitzchak represents divine discipline, givura, severity and discipline. What do the pelishtim represent? And the plishtim, of course, is an unho- represents something unholy, an unholy trait. Which unholy trait? The word plishtim in Hebrew comes from the word mifulosh, which means open, without borders, loose. So the plishtim represent the negative, the immoral, looseness, and lack of borders. So now let's put it all together. Avram brings to the world godliness. But what kind of godliness? What kind of serving Hashem? A service based on love, based on happiness, based on giving, based on kindness, based on excitement. Come the palishtim, come the immoral lack of borders and say, love, happiness, excitement, that's ours. We love love. We love lack of borders, looseness, openness, do whatever you want. So Avram's brand of holiness... Which is the brand based on love and giving and happiness, is debated constantly. The plishtim, the unholy forces of lack of borders, say that's ours. Love and excitement, that's ours. You know, discipline, severity, that's for that's that's holy. But love, kindness, giving, that's ours. And that's the ongoing tug of war. And the truth is that Avramavinu, in a sense, almost can't can't do it on its own. After Avram passes away, the, the polishtim come and they take away that divine love. They say it's ours. Love and giving is, belongs to looseness and lack of borders. Comes Yitzchak's people and they redig Avram's wells. When a person has proper discipline, proper yiras shamayim, fear of heaven, then they're able to, to serve in Avram's way as well. They're able to have positive love and positive kindness and positive happiness as long as it's guarded with the discipline of Yitzchak. And that's why it's Yitzchak's men that are able to ultimately uncover, redig Avram's wells, and give us the ability to, yes, serve Hashem with love, kindness, and happiness, but safe from the lack of borders of the Pelishtim because they have also the discipline necessary to guard that kindness and that love and that expansiveness in our serving of Hashem that it shouldn't, go to negative places it shouldn't become something that's immoral with a lack of borders I want to finish by sharing a quick uh, experience that I had that really taught this to me in a very beautiful way many years ago I was a student and we're talking about probably 30 years ago by a great chassid and his name was Reb El Yechaim Reutblat those who remember him remember really a holy Jew and he taught us but he was to us or at least to me he seemed always to be very serious very demanding and he would talk to us in that tone. When I got a little older, I went to Eretz Yisrael and I learned by another great chassid, the famous Remendel Futerfas, who was always very happy with a big smile on his face, was always very, had a wonderful wit to him. At one time, I was sitting by Reb Mendel in his home and we were talking about this other chassid in New York, Rab El Yechaim. And Reb Mendel said, Rab El he's he's such a close friend. We're friends for more than 70 years, we're friends from children till now. And to me, it seemed that they're so different. Rambamdal is always so happy, always so excited, overflowing with that sense of, of the happiness of life. And Rebel Eliechaim was so serious. And I didn't see how were they such good friends. And I asked Remendel about it. And I don't remember the words that I used, but it was something to the to the to the to the extent of Reb doesn't seem so happy. And Reb got upset at me. He says, Rebbe Lechaim is not happy. Rebbe Lechaim is so happy, it's just that he's filled with Yiras Shemaim, with a true sense of fear of Hashem, so so perhaps you don't appreciate his happiness, but that's only something that's guarding him. He's a person full of simcha, full of happiness. And Rebbe said that with such, he he was upset at me for having suggested that Rebbe Lechaim wasn't filled with happiness. And to me, that story is the story of the wells, Avram Avinu represents that happiness and the kindness and the simcha and the love, which is wonderful. But if it's not guarded with the true yiras shamayim, with the fear of heaven, with the discipline of holiness, then that happiness might end up in the court of the plishtim, in the lack of borders of the immoralities of this world. And it's when we have the necessary discipline that we're able to serve Hashem with the true happiness of Avram, the true love of Hashem that Avram teaches us. Because it's guarded properly with the discipline, the Yiras Shamayim of Yitzchak Avinu. Have a wonderful Shabbos.